0: hello friends welcome to another episode of perfect in love with john and kim i'm john and i'm kim hey and it's thursday night again and we are back to record uh second episode of it's a it's a camp life our journey of how we got to bayshore camp and the ministry here and what god what we feel that God has called us to do and to participate in and furthering his kingdom so thank you to everyone that's listening and that has been listening the attraction uh, on the podcast has really picked up the past week our past couple of weeks and so just thank you so much for that hopefully you're gaining something for it um, uh, maybe we're helping put you to sleep at night I don't know whatever it is hopefully it's helpful so, with that said, so last week, Kimberly, you um, took us on a bit of a journey as to how you discovered Bayshore Camp and some of the impacts it's made. Care to recap at all? Do
1: I want to recap? <laughs> I don't <laughs> no. really know what to talk about. Like, fair it, enough. It's, it was a 30-minute podcast where I can't cram it into like two minutes, so just go back and listen to it. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. That's fair. Um, yeah. It's... It's been a journey, and I think um, pulling you in after we started dating um, leads us to this episode, because I was here before you, obviously, as a camper and then as a counselor, and I knew if I was going to be with you, and this was an important part of my life, an important place in my life that I wanted you to be involved, too.
0: Yeah, so I'm here. Uh, it worked, and we're both here, and it is a very important part of our life. Um, yeah. You know, one of the things that I, I find interesting is, you know, we grew up in the same small town in Vassar. Um, both grew up, you know, 45 minutes from the camp and from here. And, you know, you knew of the camp from church right yeah basically
1: and Bayshore was united methodist camp. it's still associated with the umc um but that's how i started attending because i attended a united methodist church growing
0: up and i attended a church that i could literally see your church
1: yeah
0: from that church like they're they're not even a, a football field apart or at least they weren't at that time and i never heard of it 45 minutes away I, I had no idea and I had no idea that the um, experiences that were available here uh, anything about the camps and so um, my first experience here we were we were dating but it wasn't to come here for a camp or to counsel or anything like that it was a, a church league softball tournament
2: so- <laughs>
0: <laughs> um he hit a
1: softball off the uh youth center. A couple, I think. <laughs> off <laughs>
0: off the well, the maybe room. one off the youth center, but definitely off, off the, tabernacle. the
2: tabernacle.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, I came here and played softball. I'm like, well, this is a neat place. And you know, like, yeah, this is the camp I've been telling you about. Um it's just interesting that we you know, our, our lives growing up were so much similar in so many ways and yet this one huge experience for you i had no idea of yeah Uh, it's just kind of funny how that can work and so yeah you know and i laugh a lot of times and joke when people kind of ask me how i got here and and ask about our story and you know i tell them well you know my wife grew up camping here and she had the counseling and then when we started dating you know, when things were getting serious, she said, I think you'd be really a counselor. You need to come be a part of this. And, you know, I said, she's really pretty. So I did it. And (laughs) it's always good for, you know, a laugh, it's a cheap joke, really. But, you know, the reality is, is that I wasn't looking to serve. um, I probably like, you know, if I was a dean right now looking for counselors, um, you know, 20-whatever-year-old me, however old I was at that time, uh, would, wouldn't would make, like, my top 50 of choices for counselors. <laughs> like, I was, you know, uh, God bless Carrie Bailey for just being okay with me being here and give me a chance. And, and I mean, like, I wasn't bad. There was nothing, you know, I knew Jesus and had accepted him. But my relationship and, and my spiritual life were not what I would hope that somebody coming to pour into children's lives would be.
1: Yeah. I mean, we set that expectation now with the staff that we help oversee um, and kind of guide our staff through what they should be doing throughout the year and Um, you know, watching stuff on social media and all that kind of stuff. But back in 2010, you know, we had a good group of campers a good staff to where I just felt like we would mesh really well and not saying that that kind of stuff wasn't important because obviously we want counselors and um, anybody in leadership to have a personality of integrity. Um, Yeah, and I think we all grow. Like we all have things that we have to work on like even now. Um, but I think, I, I think God knew what he was doing when we finally, (laughs) finally, yeah, finally got you to come in, uh, 2010 and, um, on our social media this past week, we actually posted the first picture that we have of us counseling together. Um, but, uh. Yeah, that was a that was a a good year because you had an interesting cabin, I do believe.
0: Yeah, the, it was it was interesting, um, and, and it was a good experience overall. Um, you know, it's one of those things I really feel still to this day like I received more in that year in particular than I really contributed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which can a, pro- a lot of people can probably say that counseling in a lot of years, but in particular of the, you know, 12 years or whatever that I've um, been here in any capacity. I feel like that year more than any was one where the the camp, you know, gave me more and the kids mm-hmm. offered me more than what I offered them. Yeah. And yeah, um, you mentioned that, that, cap, that first year, you know, I remember having a lot of apprehension showing up and not really knowing what, you know, I let the pretty girl get me into.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I get here and I find out, you know, the dean who I hardly really talked to and getting to come here. Her and her son were involved in a play that I'd been in a couple years back. And I was like, oh, I do know them. That's neat, you know. And so a little bit of the apprehension dies away. Not a lot. And so we're having this get to know you on the day before camp starts. And I find out, oh, there's three other guys counseling. Wow, this must be, you know, a decent-sized camp. And then we get the camp, uh, camper list. Get ready for our, you know, camp to start the next day. And there's eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> one like,
1: being my brother. Yeah. And one being matches. Are Our now
0: program director. You yeah,
1: you've work with. Yeah. Um,
0: funny. I'm like, man, why am I here? <laughs> there's four of us. There's eight of them. Um, you know, wow. Okay. And, you know, then the next day, the, the kids show up, check in and, um, I get it. (laughs) Like We were, you know, there were just a lot of special needs, um, that particular year and a lot of one-on-one attention that was needed. Needed, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Some great kids, but they just they needed a little bit extra, and man, it was cool to be able to be one of the ones there to at least try and provide that. So, yeah, it was a wow. That was a just you know looking back, you know, twelve years. That was probably one of the most unique cabin experiences and and camps that I think we've been a part of.
1: Well, and I do think that cabin, you know, started for you what trans has transpired the last you know twelve so years that you've been counseling with me um because you're you've been a mentor to a lot of the male campers that come to you and want that one on one advice and mentorship and I think that's where it started.
0: Yeah and I mean I feel like so the my co-counselors that year um you know first off built some great friendships with them that have really lasted Years and you know, some you know, Kurt was really a good mentor, really good at teaching how to be a a spiritual leader and and a leader of men. And so that was very helpful and has provided a lot for that, like you mentioned, for Mm -hmm. the past 12 years. And then David and Brian, I mean, I've counseled Brian now pretty much every year.
1: Brian's a veteran, right?
2: With
0: me, yeah. Yeah. And uh man, we've just you know, we've learned to really work together like peanut butter and jelly, uh, running a cabin. It's, it's nothing now. And I think that's been, you know, one of the, the best things to come out of that year.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then David, of course, you know, the trouble the two of us can get into together. <laughs> it's been awesome. So lots of good uh, things that come out of that cabin, just in, in those relationships between counselors. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, you know, for people listening out there, there's a lot in and that in itself. That um, if you're, you know, in a spot where you're, you know, I think we talked about this last week, not feeling super qualified in terms of your you know, biblical knowledge, maybe. But if your heart's in the right place and you want to serve the Lord, um, give it a shot. You're going to, you're going to develop yourself in so many ways. Um, just by putting yourself out there and being bold and volunteering
1: and being willing to open up your heart to just love on kids that need to be loved on. I mean, there's been several years and images are popping in my head right now, but there's been several years that, you know, we don't really want to send kids back home just because our heart goes with them and, Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, they become our kids. And I think we've talked about that too. like every year we get a new batch of kids that are our kids, and it's it's just one of those things that pulls at your heartstrings. But you just have to be willing to love, like Jesus loved, and I think that's how yeah. we benefit so much from counseling because we just put our full self into it.
0: Yeah, and I think if I could reflect and look at like one thing for me that's evolved and grown over this time, you know, those first couple of years was more about you know not losing any campers, not letting anyone get hurt, and, you know, making sure they remembered their stuff, their Bibles, their and music, they that they showered. Uh, well, at least we tried, um, <laughs> you know, deodorant and all that good stuff. Like it was, you know, I was camp dad, And it's evolved into so much less of that and so much more of spiritual leader. You know, it evolved from that to Being bolder and praying with kids more Mm -hmm. um you know into listening and and you know being a, a shoulder for them and then it's further evolved into actually speaking into their hearts and speaking to them and allowing the spirit to move and to be a vessel for that yeah um you know and feeding them scripture and feeding them those things as i've watched some of these guys who were campers turn into that counselor that I was in the first couple years mm-hmm. and and some of them now, even in the phase of moving into that next step of of pouring into, which is, is just so cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, from a counseling standpoint, that's what the you know, Bayshore has done for me and what mm-hmm. the camps done for me. Um, and
1: so here coming here as a counselor. You served in other leadership roles, and last year, and like you took over baseball camp when they needed a dean for the baseball camp in order to make that camp happen. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But you've taken on some some roles, and I think counseling, and then doing any you know any and everything in between men's retreat, all that kind of stuff that you help with, mm-hmm. led you to where you are now. And I think that's like amazing in itself but i know worship arts camp the camp that we've been involved with um in the people that we've met and the opportunities and the um moments that we've had in that camp i think god has used to push you and make you the person that you are and push you into the spot that you are currently serving um at the camp and yeah i think that that's pretty cool to think about
0: yeah I, i i think you nailed it like i could I could dissect every single experience here and and tell you what that did impact, you know, who I am today and then how I've handled this situation since then or this opportunity since then or how it got me here. You know, a brief overview, I could say, those first two years counseling, you know, the senior music years with Carrie and April and and the Shepherds and, and everyone involved with that taught me, like, Bayshore and they mm-hmm. taught me yeah. how to be a counselor how to not lose kids like they teamed up with Bob Ditter in the video and mm-hmm. said hey this is what we do this is the culture Yeah, and I think that was a really good foundation and cornerstone to kind of shape me and, and give me a place to stand and just give me a little bit of confidence and boldness and so then you know we have a little wedding and get married and, and we don't counsel for a summer and, and we come back, and there's a new director, there's a pool, <laughs> and yeah. there's uh, a new camp. It's not senior music. It's it's worship arts now. And we're standing across from this new dean who is not Carrie. Um, it's very different, and the whole camp's different. And so Amy comes in and deans and, and changes the camp. And it's just the right change at the right time Mm
2: -hmm, yeah i
0: know we've told her but i don't know that she ever like fully gives herself credit or or recognizes the impact she had on both of us but just how big that change was for bayshore and for the camp Mm -hmm. and how perfect that timing was Mm -hmm. not to discredit or take away anything that carrie did um, senior music was great for so many years but just with the way the world and the way the schools around here and the way the demographic the was changing, changing.
2: yeah,
0: it was perfect. Yeah, And so, you know, Amy comes in and she goes, okay, John and Brian, like, I need you guys to do this. I, I want to have an opportunity for the kids to, you know, express their talents and to just sign up and do an open mic every night. And I need you guys to just take it and run with it and do it. And what she did is she just empowered us to kind of create this thing and to be leaders. And, and to be leaders. Yeah. But also, she she kind of gave us a voice and a face. And, you know, now, like I look at, there was, I think, one year Brian wasn't there. And, you know, this past year and the year before where I was kind of in and out or in a different role. And it was really noticeable.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: And so I think, you know, she just helped us grow so much depth in our, in our ability and our, um, the way that we serve. Yeah. And I think that was a huge experience. Like, I think without that and those early years, there's no way I ever would have pursued stepping up and deaning last year or doing the, um, the vision and effectiveness team, you know, observing the camps. None of that stuff. Or really
1: even taking a chance in your uh, employment opportunities before Bayshore. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that you stepped up and took leadership roles in just because you knew how to do it. Like, you knew how to work with people, you knew, like, and I think um, the worldly part of that kind of caught you off guard a little bit, I think. And so it kind of leads us to where, where we are now serving in ministry. But... But it, um, it,
0: you're right, it, yeah, it did yeah. steer the way I did a, a lot of things in my approach and, and just in the confidence to take on, you know, State Farm, uh, Ivy school board, coaching football, all that. Yeah. Definitely changed my approach. So, yeah, that's that's so true. You
1: know, your <coughs> approach working with kids, working with adults, working with, you know, just different situations on knowing what works, what doesn't how to talk to kids, you know, like how to love on them outside of what we know of camp, like showing a different approach like I do with skating, you do with you did with football, like yeah, are showing kids that they're loved and they're appreciated and um it, that's been a big thing that's come out of camp and that we've been able to apply everywhere, you know, both of us.
0: Well, and the the other thing that Amy um did with worship arts, that I think was key is a couple of things. One, She's always empowered you know, her core staff and the people that are there and that she trusts to, to give ideas and to shape the camp and to you know share thoughts and opinions and to just mm-hmm. make decisions as needed and to, and to feed the ministry, which has been huge for all of those things and yeah. for us. But the other thing she's done is she's kept a steady stream of just Jesus-loving people yeah. coming in and speaking at the camp and they've all had an impact in, in so many different ways um i think we know arguably most impactful a couple years ago <clears throat> which i want to give him the credit that's due but not you know too much ego inflating credit and <laughs> take it away I, he was a vehicle you know for god and and what god was trying to speak to me
1: and he's done that to me too yeah. since then
0: yeah but um,
1: very Prophetic,
0: yeah. That's a, Is a, that a five... that's a that's a big word. That's so, what it feels like though it it does, and so um, and hey, we're already running out of time, but so yeah, Caleb comes in and, and he's our speaker, and you know he doesn't know this was his second year speaking, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and we we definitely built a good relationship with him and Shiloh that first year, but. He comes back the second year and it's his, you know, first night going up to speak and he doesn't know. And, and you don't even know, really. Uh, I hadn't really divulged with anybody all the things on my heart at that time, desires and, and and really feeling pushed to do more and not knowing what that looks like and looking at potential career changes and life changes that I didn't even know at the time the full extent of what that meant and what that looked like. Yeah, you know, lo and behold, here we are now. Uh, lots of lots of things have taken shape and, and became clear through that. Um, never would envision it being a food service director, but here we are. Um, Caleb Brace with the whole camp for me that uh, first night in twenty yeah. twenty.
1: Yes, because it was 2020, yeah. and the kids weren't supposed to touch you, and Yeah, they did anyways, because it, it was just a very moving moment, like the entire I mean, the entire camp. So high schoolers, you know, freshmen through just graduated seniors with their hands over you, and I'm bawling in the background because I know the stuff that you're going through with your um, changes in career and all that kind of wrestling, you know, not all of, all of it to the extent, but it was just a powerful moment yeah
0: and and so you know i'm not ready to call caleb prophetic or prophet but arguably the things that he prayed he he had no way of knowing
2: yeah no
0: nothing had been shared and so um we've got the audio of that prayer we're going to put it at the end of this podcast if you want to continue listening through and, and to hear it um caleb prays uh you can hear um, some of the campers in the background, you can hear our, our close friend Alicia um v- softly. Um and the audio on that part's not very good, but she prays. And that prayer I would say is a turning point in our lives, which has led us into full-time ministry. Yeah. So uh no longer just volunteer counseling. I am now paid year-round staff with the camp. Uh, pursued ministry school since then and so many other things. So um but we are at 24 minutes almost and so i have a piece of scripture that i thought tied well with this prayer with the calling that i felt and with just uh, listening to god and and chasing after christ and uh, and then we'll pray and uh, we'll give you guys a good night we're gonna have to come back to more to wrap up this camp podcast series i guess Mm -hmm. for this and, and to tie everything together um And so, stay tuned and and keep an eye on the social media because we're gonna ask some of you guys to contribute a little bit to this, I think, in order to tie all these things together. But thank you so much. So, Ephesians chapter four.
2: Oh,
0: you're gonna. Oh, go yes. Yes. Do it. Okay. Read it.
1: Ephesians chapter four, verses one through six. As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient bearing with one another in love, make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace.
0: We don't have enough time to dissect all of that, what Paul's saying there, but yeah. So I'll just say this prior to 2020 and prior to listening to that call, hearing that prayer and just having my world ripped apart and rocked the way it needed to be and God taking it back to, just the very base layer. I was a Christian and I was a one year Christian over and over and over and over. And not, not living the life worthy of the calling that he'd given me. And I'm still not, but I'm trying really hard and it's changed so much for us. So if you get the opportunity and something happens in your life that you think is the Lord trying to get you and shape you into the place to live a life worthy of what he's called you to do, just listen. Please, just listen. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you for open hearts. Just so overwhelmed with the fact that people would want to listen to us. And I, hopefully they, what they remember is you, Lord. What they hear is you. Uh, if they can forget our names and, and everything about us, but remember you, Lord, and what you've done for them and what you've offered them. Lord, if people listening don't know you, haven't met you, never been introduced, haven't accepted the gift of salvation that you've offered them, I ask that you just strike up enough curiosity and courage for them to look it up, for them to reach out and ask, for them to... To go back or go into the church and discover a church by then, whatever it takes, Lord, for them to know you. And Father, for everyone listening that does know you, I just pray that you give them a boldness and a fire and a courage to just live the life that's worthy of what you've called them to do, what you've created them for, and that they just know their identity in you, Lord. I ask all these things in your holy name. Amen. Folks, thank you so much. Man, I'm just, I can't get over how overwhelmed I am with the response to the podcast and everything you guys have done. Um, So business cards are in. If you're local and you need some of those to give out or distribute, we got you. Um, shirts and hats are still in process
1: yeah we're working on that i'm emailing it's in process right now
0: so yeah we're working we're on working it on. um they will be available uh, we will be asking for an appropriate donation for those of you that desire those uh just to cover costs and anything else will contribute back to the camp ministry um we love you all thank you so much uh, again follow us like us um you know, Follow on Apple or Spotify, whichever platform you're using listen to. Leave us a review that helps other people find us. And again, uh, Facebook and Instagram, all under Perfect in Love with John and Kim. Good night. Good night.
3: I'm telling you, this is what the adventure of Christ is like. Being able to encourage one another. Being able to love one another. Man, how much do we love John? Father, I just thank you for your son, John. I thank you for his life. I thank you for his tender heart, God a heart that was once broken and beaten, a heart that was once hurt and abused. I thank you, God, that you have resurrected it, that you are bringing it into a place of fulfillment, a place of excitement, a place of enjoyment. I believe that the Lord would have me tell you that there is great promotion headed for your life, that there is not only promotion in the physical realm in your business life, but I believe there is great promotion coming for you in the spiritual realm, John, that the Lord would want to use you as a leader, that there are great gifts, Inside of your life, that they're great plans and purposes the Lord has for you in a leadership role and realm, that you don't have to hide on the sidelines anymore, that there is nothing that you cannot do, that the Lord does not have to give you somebody to go with you, but that you are filled and sealed with the Holy Spirit. And I pray right now for an increase of that Holy Spirit inside of you. I pray for boldness to come alive inside of your life. I pray for the spiritual gifts to come forth in Jesus' name, that you would begin to remove and expose all the lies of the enemy inside of his mind and that he would come alive in the name of Jesus. That you would take him from ankle deep to knee deep, from knee deep to waist deep, from waist deep to all the way sunk in, God. That you would begin to use John for your glory, God. Clothe him in righteousness. I pray a purification over your mind. I pray for a renewal of your mind in Jesus' name. And that you would think, look, talk, and act differently from this day forward. There's nothing wrong that you are doing. That's not what I'm trying to say. Or not that of what I know. But I believe that the Lord would say that today is a different changing point for you. That there is a marking on your life. And not to run from it. And if anybody else would like to pray over John, let's do that. It doesn't have to be some big extravagant thing. It could literally be anything just to encourage him, to build him up. to be a godly influence on young people, old people, any, anyone he interacts with. Thank you for the big brother he's been, for me, for so many years, and for all the other people I'm sure that he hasn't even realized he's had an impact on so far, and all the many, many people in the years to come that you have in place for him, of the good works you have prepared for him to do, to impact those lives, and generations and generations, and I pray that you would... Just guide him, direct him day by day, help him have the interactions he's supposed to have, give him the words to say, the encouragement to give, and that he would be encouraged back tenfold. In Jesus' name.